from Silver Dollar City, it's Huckabee. Tonight, Governor Mike Parson, musical artist Anthony Kern, Mo Bandy, and more. And the amazing acrobats of Shanghai. That's Trey Corley in the Music City Connection. And I'm your announcer, Keith Milbury. And now, here's Mike Huckabee. Thank you so very, very much. Welcome to the greatest family vacation place in America, Branson, Missouri. Now, for the next two weeks, we're going to be coming to you from the Silver Dollar City theme park and their wonderful opera house. Wow, this town of Branson started out over 136 years ago as just a small store that Reuben Branson opened at a riverboat stop. But let's show you what the people of Southwest Missouri grew Branson into and why it's now called the live music capital of the world, not to mention a whole lot more. For over a century, the beauty and nature surrounding Branson, Missouri has been attracting people. The first attraction to draw visitors was Marvel Cave, where a relocated Canadian began giving tours in 1894. In 1907, a book entitled The Shepherd of the Hills told the story of the area and its people. Millions of copies were sold. Movies were based upon it, and an outdoor drama still tells the story here in Branson every summer. Construction of a dam created Table Rock Lake, which led to nationally renowned bass fishing and water sports. And the cold water flowing into Lake Tanicomo created one of the country's most popular trout fishing lakes. In 1959, the Bald Knobbers began performing music and comedy for tourists in downtown Branson. They eventually built a theater on Highway 76, where the Presley's Country Jubilee was already operating as the first live performance theater on this highway of entertainment. Today, Branson has over 50 theaters, featuring live music, comedy, variety, magic, and acrobatic shows to thrill young and old alike. Remember that cave back in the 1800s? Well, the Hershen family built a theme park around it called Silver Dollar City, home to American craftsmen, live shows, an incredible kids' ride and splash area, and seven, count them, seven roller coasters, including the Time Traveler, which is the fastest, steepest, and tallest spinning coaster in the world. Add a fantastic water park to cool you off and a spectacular riverboat venue to cruise Table Rock Lake in style, and you've got the makings of a great time. And speaking of lakes, let's not forget the incredible outdoors that first drew people to the area. Whether you like fishing and hunting, boating and skiing, hiking and camping, or just staying at a top hotel and pampering yourself, Branson has it all. So when it's time for your next vacation, you can have the celebration of a lifetime right in the middle of the good old USA. Branson, Missouri is ready for you. So whether you're a music lover, an outdoorsman, a competitive shopper, or maybe just a family looking for a wonderful week together, this is your destination. You can find out more at explorebranson.com. In just a few minutes, we're going to meet the Hershen family. They're the folks that took a cave in the woods here, and they turned it into this marvel called Silver Dollar City. Well, we have got a great audience here in the Opera House at Silver Dollar City. And we just want to let our viewers know that uh, all of you guys are here. So if you could just make a little noise for our TV audience. Yeah, they can make some noise, all right. And I'll tell you what's amazing about all that noise. They're stone cold sober, every last one of them. We saw to it. All right, these wonderful people hope that we can tape these shows pretty quickly because they want to get back out of the park and ride roller coasters, stroll the pristine streets that look like an iconic American small town, and they want to eat some of the truly great food cooked and served with the very best of mid-America hospitality and a sincere smile. 
Silver Dollar City is large enough to house some of the nation's most thrilling and relaxing rides and attractions, including the Time Traveler roller coaster. It's an engineering masterpiece, but it's also a park that's small enough to give you and your family a day or several days worth of clean, wholesome, and truly delightful fun and escape. Now, since this show airs the week before our nation's birthday, what a great way to say, Happy Birthday, America. Can't we say that? Well, the old girl is a 242 years old, but despite some signs of aging marked by bouts of crankiness and forgetfulness about her history and her constitution, and a little bit of stiffness from lack of any meaningful brain activity on the left side of her body, <laughs> she's really doing fairly well. It's a great time to remember the truly miracle that America is. I mean, it's True to say that the only explanation for our country's existence is the direct intervention of Almighty God. Yeah. How else does one explain a small band of farmers, merchants, ministers, and teachers daring to create a new nation and take on the most well-equipped, best-trained, best-armed, and best-dressed military force in the world and end up winning. They took muskets off their mantles, better suited for hunting varmints, and despite being outmanned and overwhelmingly outfunded, they beat back the forces of King George and they risked their very lives and those of their families for this notion of liberty. Our freedom came at a great price then and it continues to come at a great price by the very blood and bodies of our unmatched military. Our founders, they really were radicals and revolutionaries. They believed in this radical idea that all men are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Among these, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. This was indeed a radical idea when they courageously signed their names to the Declaration of Independence. And they knew that if their experiment in a new kind of government failed, or if their revolution was put down by their mother country, they would pay with their very lives. But yet they held on to the idea that the intrinsic worth and value of each person was not based on how much land we owned, our last name, what we did for a living, or who our relatives were but that our value came from God and that he valued us equally. And that was truly a radical idea then. And for most of the world, that's still a radical idea today. Now, without believing in a God from whom our rights genuinely come, this nation doesn't make sense and it cannot survive. So we salute America on its birthday, but we acknowledge that our nation wasn't born in the mere minds of men, but in the grace and the goodness of God. And if we deal somehow God out of the equation, then we have no more likelihood to stand than the other earthly kingdoms that have come and quickly gone. And when we sing God bless America, we need to really truly mean it. Well, my next guest is the current and 57th governor of the great state of Missouri, which is hosting us this week. He served with distinction in the military, law enforcement, and in the Missouri House and Senate, as well as being lieutenant governor. Our first guest became governor on June 8th, and we are delighted to welcome to the show Missouri Governor Mike Parson. Governor, thank good you, to have you here. Thank you, Mike. Thank you very much. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank I, you. I want to say... Thank you. Your constituents in Missouri obviously love you. I think they're so happy that you have taken office. And uh, I, I want to talk about, you got this word that you were going to become governor a little unexpectedly with the previous governor's resignation. Where were you when the call came and what were you doing? 
I was actually on the farm back home uh, moving cattle the day that, <laughs> the day that call come in. So You literally had no idea you were about to get this call. I had no idea. D did you then call your wife and say, uh, well, guess what? I think we have a move in our future. What, what yeah, was the next you, thing you did? Well, you know what? I did. I, I called my wife, uh, maybe saved a little money on that also because she was shopping in Springfield. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, I, told her she I told her she needed to come home. Uh, it, and truly, it was a very serious matter for both of us. And I told her she needed to come home. We need to prepare to go to Jeff City for, uh, for to get in the process of transition. You well know. I you, know you have it been very through well. This. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I have been humbled by past governors, past chiefs of staff, past legislatures have contacted me and offered their assistance, offered their help, and from other states too. Yeah. I might add that's called in here, wanting you to succeed. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, as you well know, being a governor, it's important to you succeed because you're representing, for me, over six million people here in the state of Missouri, and I want to do a good job. I want to go out there and help them every day. Uh, one of the things that impressed me was that prior to your swearing in, you did something that I thought was very admirable. You wanted to have a prayer service and dedicate your tenure as governor to God. Right. Mike, it was important for me to, to start with that because everything that my whole entire career has been based on has been based on faith uh, and that guidance. To for every decision you make, and, and especially in the positions we hold of, of legislators, of being a sheriff, of all the titles I've had, there's none more important than being a Christian. These folks are grateful that you're looking above for some answers. Uh, you mentioned you've been a sheriff, you've been a legislator, lieutenant governor, now governor. You got your start in a gas station. <laughs> I did. I, did. I, I started out uh, pumping gas, fixing tires, and Changing oil. I, I don't guess there was ever a moment when you were pumping gas or changing a tire. You said, by golly, one day I'm going to be in the governor's mansion of Missouri is what I'm going to be doing. Well, you, you know, uh, it, it's kind of funny. I, I joke around that a little bit, but I say, you know, I always say, you know, when I was pumping gas and fixing tires, nobody ever wondered to have the photograph with me. And, and now, you know, I'm on your show. I'm thinking I probably wasn't planning on that, but, it, but it's truly an honor to, to be in the position I am today. And, and I'm just humbled to be here. Uh, and, and the people of this state, I just love. I love this state. When I come back out of the military, I said I would never leave, and I never plan on leaving. This, this is home to me. What's the biggest challenge that you face as a governor in Missouri? You know, I, I think two of the issues that we have to face in the state, one, one's infrastructure. We have to do that. And the other is a skilled workforce, and that's a problem all over the country. And we all have to do a better job as leadership of making sure that our young men and women have the opportunity to, to be uh, good stewards be into the workforce and everything. But more importantly, I think, Mike, for me, it's about, we've all probably had the privilege to live in the American dream to a certain mm -hmm. degree. Most of us have, sure uh, that are sitting in here in this room probably. But I think it's so important that we make sure to preserve that American dream for the next generation. It is such an honor and a real privilege to have you here. Mike. Thank you so it's much. It's an honor for to be on your show, Governor. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you much. very much. Thank you. Thank you. Governor Mike Carson. And if you'd like to keep up with Governor Carson and his administration here in Missouri, just visit governor.mo.gov. All right, Keith, now we've started the show with the governor of the Show Me State. So why don't you show me what else we have tonight for our special show right here from Silver Dollar City. Well, coming up, world-renowned tenor Anthony Kearns of the Irish Tenors performs, plus pianist Dino, the amazing acrobats of Shanghai, and country music legend Mo Bandy. More fun from Branson, Missouri, ahead on Huckabee. Well, if you drop by my website, MikeHuckabee.com, you might not learn that America will consume 150 billion hot dogs while they watch $850 million worth of fireworks blow up in the sky. All of that happening on the 4th of July. But I promise that you will be able to keep up to date with the fireworks in Washington, D.C., and all those hot dogs that tend to set themselves up in government. And I will do it with relish.
I hope you'll also follow me on Twitter. It's at GovMikeHuckabee for a daily helping of the latest in politics, news, and some pop culture moments that just catch my fancy. Well, my next guest has performed for presidents and the Pope. He is a darling of PBS, his solo career, and as a member of the internationally acclaimed Irish tenors, has made him Ireland's and one of the world's most famous and finest tenors. While a proud product of Ireland, he fell in love with America and he moved to Florida five years ago. He's here to help us kick off our 4th of July celebration by singing Oh America. Ladies and gentlemen, please make welcome Anthony Kearns. the journey that you've had from County Wexford, Ireland, all yep. the way to singing for Pope Francis, President Trump, and Vice President Pence, and Speaker Ryan, and all the people that you have sung before. Uh, what, what led you to say at a childhood age, I think I'm going to be a singer? I was singing before I could speak, I think. Um, <laughs> as a young child, I was very much into music. It was my escape from everything. I loved it. It made me happy, it made me sad, and nothing could, uh, I could do anything else but sing. I had to sing, that was my life. 
and uh, I was fortunate. Uh, grew up in a family that had Irish music in the family. That's where I started out. Your voice is your instrument. How do you take good care of your voice? Ooh, it's hard. I mean, you have to rest, drink plenty of water. Uh, conditions are, can be tough, like from coming in from the humidity, coming out in from the humidity into the AC. That can play havoc with the lungs and the voice. So it's, that's it. You just and you've got another yourself. PBS special that's going to be coming up soon. Is that right? I hope so. I um, hope I'm so, rec too. I'm recording with the Irish tenors uh, in Dublin, our 20th anniversary uh, concert. So hopefully PBS might... Take it on board. We're in talks at the minute. We are happy to have you here. Anthony Kearns, everyone. You. Thank you. Delighted to welcome him to our show. Thank you very much. Anthony does so many things for our veterans in the military, one of the most tireless people in giving back. Let me encourage you to get a copy of Anthony Kearns' latest CD with a song in my heart. You can find it at your favorite online music retailers or visit his website, anthonykearnstenor.com. Okay, Keith, you've got a choice. You can either sing an Irish song or you can spill the beans on the rest of the show. It's your choice. Uh, you let's spill. Next, the founding family of Silver Dollar City. It's the Hershes, Jack, Sherry, and Pete. Then later, the amazing acrobats of Shanghai dazzle us. Plus, country music's Mo Bandy. Lots more Huckabee from Branson, Missouri is on the way. I mentioned at the top of the show that you get a chance to meet and hear from the Hershen family, the folks who run this wonderful park and many other family-friendly attractions all over the country. But before we hear from them, take a look at how this incredible theme park started, all with a cave. The old saying goes, well, that person wouldn't know an opportunity from a hole in the ground. But that surely wasn't true of the Hershen family. In their case, it was one and the same. Marvel Cave in Branson, Missouri was opened to public adventurers in 1894. In 1950, then owners, the Lynch family, transitioned Marvel Cave to Chicagoans, Hugo and Mary Hershen, Danish Americans who wanted to start a family business. Hugo's vision added native craftsmen demonstrating traditional Ozark crafts. A little later, the vision for an Ozark village was born to house the craftsmen. In 1960, the official opening of the village, Silver Dollar City, was made. Along with the wonderful heritage and crafts, they employed the idea of giving change in silver dollars to visitors. This created quite a buzz as people went home and spent their silver dollars. As a result, the village drew 125,000 people that year, and the cave tour business turned into a theme park. Silver Dollar City now encompasses more than 100 acres showcasing America's heritage crafts with a demonstrating colony of 100 resident craftsmen, wood carvers, glass blowers, potters, candle makers, knife makers, and more. They feature incredible live performance shows and several roller coasters for fun and thrills, not to mention one of the best kids' areas for rides, water fun, and games. Silver Dollar City has been recognized with a congressional proclamation as the home of American craftsmanship. And to think, all of it began with a simple hole in the ground. Amazing, isn't it? And the Hershens have put joy in the hearts of children and smiles on countless millions of faces. Now, here are some highlights from my chat with the Hershen family. You started just basically introducing people to the cave, uh, a small little family tourist attraction. Could you have ever envisioned something of international acclaim like Silver Dollar City? Pete, I have a 200-year plan, and we had this all figured out. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, I know better than that. <laughs> I've heard the story. <laughs> we didn't have a clue. Just, we've been blessed from 1950 on. You guys get to watch people come to the park, little kids, middle-aged adults and older adults. What is the thrill you have when you look into the faces of people who walk through Silver Dollar City? Uh, last Christmas time, I walked into the Village Square, eight million lights, beautiful Christian shows, and I met a couple from Kansas City, and I said, uh, have you been here before? I said, yes, we've been here five weeks in a row. And I said, 
why? She said, well, five weeks ago, we accepted Christ in the theme park. Huh. Wow. That will make your week. It's thrilling to think that you created something, he's created it really, that allows people to be able to be employed and in a great atmosphere and all for them. So it's just been our passion. There is a special atmosphere at Silver Dollar City. People feel at home, they feel that it's uh, a, a true slice of America, but there's an incredible patriotism that is woven into the life. The ceremony that starts each day with the national anthem and a flag raising. Jack, you're wearing a ribbon today honoring veterans. That happens every day here? Every morning, and uh, uh, what a great way to open the park every day. And Mike, you'd see tears running down. I get emotional telling you about it. And people just get it that we live in the greatest country in the world. Yes, we do. And it's good to celebrate it. Our old family loves Silver Dollar City, but one of the reasons we love the two of you, how much you have done to make this a warm, loving environment for every person who steps on the grounds. Thank you for visiting with me You're today. Welcome. I spoke with co-founder and executive vice president Pete Hershen about Hershen Entertainment's holdings and their corporate culture. Pete, when you and your family created Silver Dollar City, I can't imagine that you envisioned that one day it would be this kind of experience. Hundreds of thousands of people coming every year. But maybe a lot of people don't know that Hershen Family Entertainment is way bigger than Silver Dollar City. How many amusement parks across the country do you now We're own We're in uh, 10 states and 21 properties. 21. Uh, I maybe best said, because the thing I'm proudest of okay. is there are better than 11,000 men and women who work for the company. Um, and when we started out, the original cast, 19, 1960, uh -huh. there were 13 of us. 13. 13. You've also created a culture within your organization that your employees and staff also have a culture of respect and caring for each other. How important has that been to the business success? You can't do the business success without a culture of caring mm. uh, that, that the men and women who are here uh, care about the the visitor and will go out of their way and know they can go out of their way. But you created that culture here intentionally so yep. that employees and team members of this organization knew that it's people first and property and paperwork second. There are two things that, that make this property work. One is the things. Those are all what we are. Mm. What's more important, Mike, is who we are, because mm. the, the who is the people. Pete. Yeah. Mike, thank you. I just appreciate what you and your family have created God here. God bless you, my friend. It's a wonderful, wonderful place to be. Thank you so much. Thank you. Jack Sherry and Pete Hershen are some of the finest people you will ever know. And please remember to keep Pete's wife, Jody, in your prayers. She couldn't be with us as she's battling some illness, but let's join together and let's just see what God can do in her life. Well, Keith, the Hershens have provided us such a wonderful place to hold our show. Maybe you might tell us what's coming up to wow our audience. Oh, I can. Branson's very own award-winning pianist, Dino, performs. And the amazing acrobats of Shanghai are set to amaze you. I'll be talking to everyone on a tour of the Branson Bell Showboat. Stay tuned for more on Huckabee. Welcome back. Now, if you haven't got a little Silver Dollar City fever yet, it just proves you need to get down here and have a little more fun in your life. Go to SilverDollarCity.com to find out all the good times that are waiting for you and your family. Be sure to log on and see for yourself. Well, we've got the pleasure of having with us quite a Renaissance man. He has won eight Dove Awards for his instrumental work. He's worked on the Grammy-awarded soundtrack for the Apostle movie. Right now, he's here to give our ears a treat on the grand piano. Would you welcome the very talented Dino? 
<laughs> oh. Wow. All right, Governor, this is yours. Oh, I'm going to eat it all by myself. You know, Dino, I enjoy this delicious cake. Uh, this is part of what you do when you're not playing the piano. Well, this is my Greek heritage. You know, being Greek, you yeah. got to be a cook of some kind. <laughs> but anyway, one day I go to the kitchen. I make this cake. Cheryl's right there. She'll tell you. And just to, just to have fun making it. I never made a carrot cake before. And then I served it to Tony Orlando about two days later. Uh -huh. And he said to me, Dino, you got to sell this cake. <laughs> there is a piece of it that has oh, been good. sliced for me. Now, let me show our audience how to eat carrot cake. This is all the good part. Yeah. But yes. you, you take it right here at the icing <laughs> yes. part. Right? Can well, I do this? Yeah. Drum roll. You know, while I enjoy this delicious cake, and I'm yes. going to, why don't you show us what you can do on the piano here? I'd love to do that. I'm going to cake. He's going to play. And I'm going to play. And while you're having the cake, yes, uh, I'm, I have a new project that's coming out very soon. It's a hymn, hymnal. Mm. And uh, one of my the greatest hymns ever is All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name. Oh, love that hymn. I want to play love that hymn. All right. Here it is. Dino. I've been dazzled by your music for a long time. It's, it's just an incredible experience to not just to listen to you play, but it, I couldn't even hear it, to watch the intensity. Mm. Where does that come from? Well, being a Christian, you know, uh, I feel it's the Holy Spirit that plays mm. through me because that's what communicates. You know, I mean, a, a pianist is the hardest thing to to communicate a message because there are no, no lyrics. Yeah. Well, I guess that's why sometimes I play songs that everybody knows. But there's something that, you know, magical, you want to call it, or whatever. But that really hits the hearts of the people, for sure, the message. What an honor to have you here. And I Pleasure. know you live in Branson, and you have this magnificent place. 
I want to say thank you. Thank you so much for playing for us and telling us My pleasure. about your life. And you certainly had a treat for our ears. And uh, I hope also, if you come to Branson, make sure you take time to visit Dino's Cake and Coffee Company in Branson. You can hop on BransonCakes.com to check it out. And be sure to check out his website, DinoKartsanakisMusic.com. And they can get the hymnal. That's that. where you can get the hymnal. Yeah. That's right. And you can find more of his music and check his touring schedule. His concert makes for a fantastic night out. Well, Keith Bilbrey has been the longtime announcer for the Grand Ole Opry. But he's with us each week. And he makes sure that we stay put for what we have left on the show, which he's about to do right now. As soon as I get a slice of that cake. Well, coming up, be ready to be amazed. It's the amazing acrobats of Shanghai. Plus the legendary country music of Mo Bandy. Boy Huckabee from Branson is on the way. As much fun as we're having in Silver Dollar City, enjoying the talent from the shows in Branson, there is another great attraction for your vacation, the Branson Bell. It is a classic showboat that takes you out on the waters of Table Rock Lake for dining, entertainment, and so much more. We sent our correspondent, Juan Garcia, along with Keith Bilbrey, to give it their review. Well, Juan, here we are. Yep. Set sail on Table Rock Lake on the showboat Branson Bell. Isn't this beautiful? Maybe we can find Captain James and give us a tour. You think he'll let us drive it? Uh, you might. Let's go. Let's do it. Well, we got the man here, Captain James. Good to have you here. Oh, it's good to have you all here today. Yeah. We want to learn about river boating. All right, well, you came to the right place. The showboat Branson Bell is pushed through the water, all two and a half million pounds of her, by those two paddle wheels back there. Each paddle wheel is 27 feet in diameter, 16 feet wide, and each wheel has 72 wide oak paddle boards. And while you're up here cruising down the lake, there's a big show going on in the showroom. Oh, yes, we have a great show, probably the best show we've ever had. Show. It's got a little bit of magic, a little bit of comedy, and a lot of dancing and a whole lot of singing. I've got to show you the wheelhouse. That's where all the magic happens. Let's do it. Let's go. This is my office. Uh -huh. uh, you bring the magic, huh? I bring mm -hmm. the magic, yes. yes no. <laughs> Let's make the boat disappear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe not. I'll let you all on, in on a little secret here. You might not know this about the showboat Branson Bell, but she is the largest boat ever built for a landlocked lake. She is almost the length of a football field, 278 feet long. Captain, would it be okay if I drove this a little bit? Sure thing. Right. Now, how do you drive this? Is it like, well, the cool way to drive it? Is it 10 and two? Is well, it one well, at the top? Well, well, there's several ways. Honestly, you're turning a 10-foot steering helm. Mm -hmm. It's hard not to look cool doing this thing. Oh, so whichever way you uh, whichever way you feel comfortable, just give it a good spin. Mm. I'm the captain. I'm here. I'll make sure nothing happens. Not that way. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. No, Can I do it? it? Go ahead. I fight by the sailor man. I love this. Okay, yeah. now there's got to be a horn on this thing. Somewhere. There is, and it's on a boat. It's not a horn. It's a whistle. Push this little button. Go ahead. This is it. Yes. I did it. Well, thank you so much, Captain, for your time. And if you're in the area, please be sure to check out the Showboat Branson Bell. Well, here at Showboat Branson Bell, we're all about safety first, but we sure do know how to have fun. Well, we're all thankful that Juan and Keith could take to the lake and give the captain a run for his money. And be sure to book your passage on the Branson Bell when you visit here. Just go to silverdollarcity.com. Now, when most people think of Branson, they think of country or gospel music, but there's a whole world of entertainment here. At the Grand Shanghai Theater, you can journey to China, experience the beautiful costumes, artistry, and most of all, the edge of your seat thrills of some of the world's greatest acrobats. Would you join me in welcoming the amazing acrobats of Shanghai?
Oh, my soul. I'm telling you, there's not enough leave in the drugstore that would ever let me do something like that. I'd be in the orthopedic ward for the rest of my life. Unbelievable. Thank you so much for sharing the amazing talents with us. Those were, indeed, the amazing acrobats of Shanghai. And you know what? They perform twice a day. I can't imagine doing that one time, but to think about doing it twice every day, you can catch them at the Grand Shanghai Theater. It's one of the best, most colorful, beautiful, unique, and thrilling shows in Branson. You can find all about tickets and information online at amazingacrobats.com. All right, Keith, why don't you just tumble out here on the stage and tell us how we're going to finish this show. You just stand there and wait for it. I'll be there in a minute. Up next, the classic country music voice of Mo Bandy. More Huckabee from Branson is on the way. My next guest comes from San Antonio, Texas, where he pioneered his signature classic country style. He's the number one hit songs that have had 10 different versions of number one songs. He's got more awards than cattle in Texas. We proudly welcome Mr. Mo Bandy. Thank you, sir. Mo, great having you here. Thank you. Now, you grew up in San Antonio, but you lived in Branson for quite a while. I'm back on the road now doing road dates. But uh, Branson is a great entertaining place. It's a good place to go. And you're here every day. You don't have to put your stuff in a drawer. That's pretty nice, isn't That's it? Yeah. Said. yeah. I know that uh, there's something that you've got going, a copy of your autobiography, which has mm -hmm. just come out. Mm -hmm. And that's a, a big part of what you're doing right now is letting people know your story. And you mm -hmm. can get the uh, autobiography of Mo Banny at your favorite online bookstore, or MoBanny.com. You can also find Mo's concert schedule, buy his music. Guess where? MoBandy.com. <laughs> now here to sing for us, please give it up for Mo Bandy. Thank you, Governor. I've traveled all around this country. In my time, I thought I'd seen it all. But today, I took a detour down a back road through a little town whose name I can't recall. There were old men on benches playing checkers, children playing hopscotch on the square. statue of an unknown soldier Oh, glory was waving in the air Sadly, I realized what I'd too long forgotten A chill rose up like mountains on my skin Overcome with the feeling that I knew I was seeing America all over again Pictures of a people proud and free Americana I'll keep holding to the dream You're still what living means to me You know this song is very special to me because it gave me the opportunity to say some things that I wanted to say about our great country. And also, I can't say enough good things about our ladies and gentlemen that are in our military today, and we support them all the way. And our great veterans, we have the greatest veterans in the world that fought and died for our country. I'm so proud of them. When I recorded this song, I brought a lot of my friends in to sing and hear them on a record, matter of fact. If you folks could help me sing the one word, Americana, and I'll tell you when to come in. I knew the stop would throw me off my schedule. 
So I parked around behind the five and dime There's something about a small town in the summer Like a Norman Rockwell picture back in time Kids were courting at the Rexall soda fountain Like we did before they built the shopping mall I saw so many reasons why I love this country You know some things never really change at all As I left the two-lane road and pulled back on that superhighway I thought of what I'd seen back in that town And it hit me like a freight train That a stone's throw from the fast lane America is still safe and sound. Everybody sing with me here. Americana. Pictures of a people proud and free. Real loud. Americana. I'll keep holding to the dream. You're still what living. Thank you so much, Mo. Thank you. Our thanks to Governor Mike Parson, America's favorite tenor Anthony Kearns, the amazing acrobats of Shanghai, Dino, the Hershen family, and this timeless and talented friend of mine, Mo Bandy. I hope you're going to join us next week because we're going to have a visit with former U.S. Attorney General John Ashcroft. The Presley family will be here, the Gospel Quartet, the Haygoods, and a whole lot of fun surprises right here from Silver Dollar City. Until then, have a happy and safe 4th of July. Good night, God bless you, and happy birthday, America!